This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Hello and welcome to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. My name is Herodotos and this podcast exists to help you find stillness in all aspects of your life, in finance, in health, in mindset and in your relationships. I created this business because I believe that if you can develop the ability to find stillness in your mind, you will learn to create harmony in all aspects of your life. Find us at Stillness Every Day on social media or stillnesseveryday.com. A lot of people ask me how they can get started with meditating. Now, my first experience with meditation was at a Vipassana retreat, which is 10 days in silence. But I understand this isn't practical for most people. That's why we created the Stillness Everyday Journal. This journal has a range of prompts, which allow you to not only create your day, but reflect on your day at the end of it. The journal also has a range of audible meditations, which are perfect for beginners. Check out stillnesseveryday.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stillness Everyday Podcast. Today, I'm, I want to talk about something that... A lot of people I feel might, it might be over your head or might be something that you just don't really think about, but it does impact all of us. And so the purpose of this podcast, as you know, is to become become conscious in all realms of your life so that you can find stillness every day. This includes obviously health in the most recent podcast, but finances, meditation, just everything in your life you want to be able to just find stillness in. So the thing that I want to talk about is something that I feel like a lot of people don't really think about in the terms of getting out of their, you know, week to week pay. And in the current economic climate, it is probably scary for a lot of people. You know, rents are keep going up. Everyone's uncertain with interest rates now at um, highs that we haven't seen in probably over a decade. And I want to give you my opinion or my thoughts around what I think is going to unfold because I think in Australia especially and on the Sunshine Coast, it doesn't look very good. So especially for a lower um, income earner in Australia because that's where I am so I can actually comment on that. Um, I know we we earn a lot of money here and we actually do, um, there is a lot of money in Australia. But what I want to touch on for a lower income earner is actually the housing price and the economy as, as a whole and what I believe is going to happen. And this is from a property development perspective or someone in the property industry. I'm constantly looking at property development, property opportunities, and I can tell you that it is getting extremely difficult to make developments make sense. So, if development, if developers aren't going ahead with projects because they don't make a profit, then that means that there is less buildings going to get built, which means that the construction supply that is coming online for builders will get tightened and there'll be less buildings getting built. Now, that is already happening, not to mention that builders all around Australia have been going into liquidation, into bankruptcy because the cost of materials and cost of labor has gone up so high that jobs that they've priced have made them lose money on the job because everything has cost them more over the duration of the build. So when you've got builders going broke, developers not building, an economy that's tightening, you have less houses in the system. But the thing that's interesting in Australia is we we had a period during COVID where we weren't letting people into the country and we've now, the government's now doubled that number of 
immigra- immigration coming into Australia, which means there's something like 500,000 people coming each year into Australia. We have currently the lowest rental vacancy rate across Australia that we've probably ever seen with homelessness just increasing day by day. I think I heard yesterday there was 30,000 homeless people in Queensland alone and 12,500 of them on the Sunshine Coast. So the Sunshine Coast alone has over one third of homelessness in the whole of Queensland, but our population isn't one third of the state. If you have developers not going ahead with projects, less buildings and builders getting um, going under, you have a supply chain in like six months time where there is far less buildings getting built, that homeless number will increase and the house prices where you're paying $500 a week will increase to $550, $600 a week because not only is there a supply and demand issue and because the central banks keep increasing interest rates, it becomes more expensive to hold those properties as the property owner. So in order to cover the costs, the property owner will increase the rent and they're only able to increase the rent because there's no other houses coming online. If there was more houses in the system, obviously supply and demand, you would have as a consumer, as a renter um, of a house, you would have more options, which means you could negotiate rents, But when you go to even a regional suburb like Bundaberg, there's like 70 applications per home. So when you have 70 people trying to get one house at $400 a week, someone's going to offer $420. Someone's going to offer $450. There's someone desperate who's going to live there for $500. And this is just going to keep pushing rents up. I can't see it happening any other way. I can't see rents going down because people need somewhere to live. So people are going to spend less at like local cafes, local bars. They're going to tighten up their other expenses just to have a roof over their head. And this effect on the economy as well will affect small business and which will then have a ripple onto the rest of the local economy. So now more than ever, it's um, important to using your money, you know, wisely in ways that you can not only save money, but support your local ecosystem because that's obviously what will sustain you in a bad time. But that's not really what I want to talk. I don't really want to talk about saving money because we all know that where we can, you know, stop spending it on, you know, stupid things like gambling and alcohol and things that are unhealthy for us, you know, spend it more wisely. We all know how to do that. We just choose not to due to addictions and every, um, we all want our own personal enjoyment for whatever reason. What I want to more talk about is the, the opportunities that I believe exist in a current system. Now, That's obviously scarier when everything is becoming doom and gloom to go out and invest. But you, as I think Warren Buffett said, when there is blood on the streets, that is when you should invest and you should obviously, and you should do the opposite to basically what everyone else is. So there's something um, known in the cryptocurrency world where everyone else starts buying Bitcoin. That's when you start selling. The same thing does apply in property when everyone's, you know, desperate now, there'll be people selling because they're so scared of what's going to happen in the property market. And I don't really believe that property prices will go down for the same reason I said I don't believe rent prices will go down. Now, obviously, you have to be in a position to be able to buy property, but there is so many places in Australia where you could buy a property. Like in Bundaberg, I think you can buy them for $300,000 for a 800 square meter block in a three-bedroom house. You know, people say, oh, it's risky going to a regional town, but what's going to happen to our major cities is it becomes too expensive for people to live 
one, so people start to move out to these regional areas. But two, when we bring immigration in, they generally have to pick a regional town to go and live at. So that puts more demand on the supply that exists in those areas. So I don't actually believe housing is a very risky um, asset in Australia, despite how overinflated it is. Now, maybe in Sydney and like major cities, it's ridiculously overpriced and rents will never catch up to the cost of owning them. But I'm more talking about from a regional perspective, like a your Bundaberg, you know, Sunshine Coast, outer skirts sort of areas. Even the Sunshine Coast, looking at it um, in comparison to the Gold Coast, was still miles apart. Um, and anywhere north from there, Rockhampton, Yapoon, Gympie, all of these sort of areas, Harvey Bay especially. I think that if you can look at it from the perspective of – look at it logically and look at what's actually happening in the world, I don't think asset – like this will crash because people always need a place to live. I'll just quickly touch on the interest rates continuing to rise. I honestly feel like it'll come to a point very soon where um, they will stop and they will level out for a little bit. And then the only the only ammunition that the central bank has is to reduce rates to stimulate the economy again because the entire Ponzi scheme system that was built favours rich to get richer and poor to get poorer. So there is almost this unfortunate event where it's the haves and the have-nots going forward. There won't be this middle class. And as unfortunate as that is, we live in a time where you can search anything you want and there is so many great people out there to learn from how to make money that I feel, I don't want to say it's your fault if you're poor, but there is a degree of accountability that someone has to take when there is an infinite amount of knowledge on the internet for free that you can go and learn from. So you don't need to have rich parents anymore because there's the likes of, you know, Alex Hamozzi, Gary Vaynerchuk, all of these great, Simon Sinek, Tony Robbins, all of these great people that are giving so much free knowledge. Alex Hamozzi is probably one of the main ones where he will literally outlines how to make a million dollars and you should be spending your time when you're not at work learning about how you can make more money. The other guy is Luke Belmar, who is also amazing um, on the internet. And all these guys are giving free advice. You don't even have to pay for it. And they're not talking about property. They're just talking about money. But I'm talking about learning how you can set yourself up to make yourself financially secure and able to exit the system in somewhat so you're not reliant on it. But then you can use that to purchase assets because I believe that if the trajectory that we're heading, the U- the Federal Reserve can keep increasing rates and risk the economy crashing or they can stop and start lowering rates and the economy can stabilize again. But when that happens, more money is going to get printed, which means more money is going to be in the system, which means asset classes are going to rise again. So you're going to have Bitcoin going to $100,000. You're going to have property price going back up again. You're going to have everyone running around trying to build again because everyone's going to have more money to go and you know throw at renovations or build more property or property developers are going to start again. So the, the wheels will start turning again. But in these times, the rich get richer and the poor um, get poorer if they haven't made any investments into assets. So it's important to put money aside and invest into something. And I heard this, I was listening to this podcast just before, I think it was Grant Cardone, and he was he asked someone, if you were down to your last million dollars, what would you do? And uh, I can't remember exactly how they worded it, but he said, I would buy something because I have. you have to have your foot in the door of some asset to then be moving towards something. Um, and I think that's important to start le- learn about the stock market, learn about cryptocurrency, just learn about something 
that you believe in, that you can put your money towards, that it can slowly appreciate as money um, becomes more and more worthless because ultimately the dollar is getting destroyed. You have Russia and Iran and China and Saudi Arabia all partnering together to remove themselves from the backing of the US dollar. The dollar is probably going to implode and I don't know how that affects Australia, but I know it will have a ripple on the whole um, world and the value of money and owning assets is going to be the, um, you know, ultimately your savior from inflation. Hope that made sense and reach out if you have any questions. Talk to you next time.